0: You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, all you wonderful people, to another episode of Locked On Hoosiers. I am your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I hope you enjoyed the intro you just listened to. As I said earlier in the week, we are getting all of these issues ironed out, we're getting everything set so that we can be uh, regular and you can make us a regular part of your day. Thank you for making Locked on Hoosiers part of your day today. I hope it becomes um, something you do every weekday, which this show will be Monday through Friday. Um, You can follow me at Jacob Rude, and I keep saying it. I promise soon we will have a Locked On Hoosiers account, Um, so you better follow it. I've plugged it every day. I've said the same thing every day. It will be there eventually. Uh, Today's show is brought to you by Locked On Big Ten. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Nate Dickinson and the Locked On Big Ten podcast. Follow Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app wherever or wherever you get your podcasts. I was on there on Wednesday talking about wide receivers. Certainly talked about Ty Freifogel um, and Michael Pinnock. So go give that a listen after you get done with today's episode of Locked On Hoosiers. And in today's episode... Um, we have a couple different things we're going to be talking about. The first coaches poll came out for IU soccer, which is a perfect excuse to kind of preview this upcoming season. Um, so we will look at that. The Summer League, NBA Summer League, is underway. Um, only a couple Hoosiers playing in it, it looks like so far. Not all the rosters are released, but we will look at who's playing in it and get to some interesting quotes they had. And then we will wrap it up. Victor Oladipo finally signed with a team. So we will look into who he signed with and what that means for him, for the team, for his future. So um, as always, again, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your podcast. Please do. Please leave a rating and review as we get this show started. You've all been a big help. Um, I cannot thank you enough. So we will jump right into this coaches poll. The United Soccer Coaches... Released their preseason um, soccer poll, men's soccer poll. Couple familiar names um, around Indiana. IU opens as the number two seed or number two ranked team in the country. Um, actually, relatively close. Um, they had five hundred and sixty nine points. Marshall. The national champions, who obviously beat IU in the championship game in extra time on a golden goal, just heartbreaking stuff, but they open as the number one ranked team, got 22 first place votes, which wasn't unanimous, but IU, interestingly, did not receive uh, a single first place vote. Pitt, who Indiana beat in the semifinal, received one of those first place votes, And Clemson received the other. So, But IU, um, right up there, right at the top. And honestly, they should be. Because anybody who watched IU soccer last year, that was a truly talented team. And let me tell you, they return everybody. Um, And I am not kidding when I say everybody. They have just two players, um, excuse me, three players graduate from last year's team. 29 of the 31 goals scored last season are returning. Um, There's some big names that are going to lead this team, some names you're probably familiar with. Honestly, even if you paid a cursory attention to IU soccer, Spencer Glass um, will be back. He is actually a player who did not play in the tournament. Um, He was an All-American. He was um, Big Ten first team. Played in the first eight games of the season and then had a season-ending injury. So, uh, Defender, IU sorely needed his ability to get up and down the wing um, during those uh, NCAA tournament games, especially against Marshall when they were bunkered in so much. Um, He was certainly a loss, but that was a tremendous defense even without him. So, with him, it'll be even better. But the big name returning, Victor Bezerra. Who was the Mac Herman runner up? That is the essentially the Heisman um, if you're looking for kind of a cross sport comparison. The Heisman for college soccer. He was runner up last season, Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. He was the glue that stirred the drink for Indiana. 12 goals, 4 assists. Um, so contributed to over half the goals IU scored last season. Um, those two are going to anchor the attack and the defense. Um, there are a couple other names kind of littered around them. Honestly, as I said, just about everybody is going to be back. Um, and anybody you kind of heard mentioned last year, will be back. Herbert Endley, um, will be the other, I think, big name in attack. Um, at times look like if not the best player in the attack, certainly the most electric, um, just lightning speed. He was the one who scored the winner against Pitt in the semifinal. Had a couple moments in the final. Um, as everybody kind of keyed in on Bezerra, um, Endelie had to look, some more openings. Um, showed some flashes. I honestly think that he will have a really big season this year for the Hoosiers. And another name in defense, Celentano, uh, the Roman Celentano, the keeper. Who again? Another guy who had a massive tournament, even more so than Endale because Celentano was named the NCAA tournament defensive most outstanding player. He was in top drawers, best 11, one of the kind of the respected publications for college soccer, Big Ten keeper of the year. Um, those who may have watched the just the title game, um, he had seven saves in that. He really kept IU in that game as long as they were. Um, even though the goal came kind of off a deflection, he he certainly was not at fault for that loss. Um, so th- those are going to be kind of your core names coming back. Um, it's going to be a really interesting year for IU soccer because um, this is a team that comes in with just a ton of expectations. And honestly, this program is in the middle of Of one of its more successful runs in recent memory, Um, the last six trophies the Big Ten has given out between the regular season and conference tournament, IU has won. Um, They have just thoroughly dominated the conference, and early on it looks like that could continue. If you look at IU's schedule, there's only one Big Ten conference in the top 25. That is Penn State at number 11. Maryland is just outside of it at number twenty-six, just outside the top twenty-five. Um, and there's a couple names kind of scattered. Michigan received some votes. A couple other names who could potentially move into the rankings. Interestingly, right as of right now, based on the preseason poll, IU will not have a game against a top twenty-five team outside of Penn State, where they travel um, in mid-October. So. Outside of that one game, Indiana will not play a ranked team. I don't, I don't know that it'll matter. Um, we will see. This is a team that there may, may not be a better coach in the world, and as we found out recently, there may not be a better coaching staff in the world as Kevin Robinson, who was named one of the top assistants um, in the country last season by College Soccer News last June right at the conclusion of the season, um, he was, um, elevated to associate head coach. It was announced on Tuesday. So one of the best coaches in Jerry Yegley, the Yegley family, or excuse me, Todd Yeagley, Jerry, obviously his family or his father, that family has built just a, a dynasty, honestly, with IU soccer. Um, and now it's the quest to get back to that title game and come away victorious. They've had some absolute gut punch results in the title game. Marshall last season, Stanford handful of years ago. Um, so hopefully they are able to get back. Hopefully they are able to come away victorious this time. So uh, segment two, we will look at some NBA Summer League rosters, see who's going to be representing the Hoosiers, Um, but before we jump to that, I want to tell you a little bit about Rock Auto. Um, With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto parts chain store to have everything that you need, so why endure some pointless and intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter just orders your part on a computer anyway. Um, Just kind of skip the middleman, go to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket on your phone. Um, it'll save you time and save you money. Um, if you're like me, you, especially with the pandemic going on, don't want to get out, don't want to um, go out in public and go shopping right now, then um, you can obviously just go online, order things there. Um, prices are reliably low for every customer. Um, so go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts need. Um, go to rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. Um, it's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com So the astute NBA fans will know Summer League action kicked off on Tuesday. Um, honestly, just shortly after... Free agency started to kind of wind down. The opening 24 hours were pretty wild for free agency, as is typically the case. So once they kind of wind down, um, Summer League gets underway, and it seems it's starting kind of earlier and earlier every year. Um, There's small little pockets that start up before. Las Vegas is always kind of the hub for the Summer League. Um, Right now there is one going on in California. There's one going on in Salt Lake, and the Salt Lake one is what kind of caught my eye last night because – Admittedly, I was not watching the Utah Jazz Summer League team, but saw on my Twitter timeline Al Durham tweet about Devontae Green and Jawan Morgan, and just turns out, happens to turn out, that those two are on the Jazz Summer League team together. We mentioned Jawan Morgan. He's still a restricted free agent right now, but he is playing with um, the Jazz the Summer League team. Devontae Green um, came over to play with, play with him, and. The tweet that caught my eye was about the two of them running a pick-and-roll together, um, Devontae scoring, and just the uh, just kind of bringing back the memories, basically, of, uh, of what it was like in Bloomington. Two uh, beloved figures, I would say, certainly Juwan Morgan. Um, two memorable faces from that era of Indiana Hoops. Last night, Morgan finished with 13 points. Um, Devontae had 10. Those two will be playing in Salt Lake for the rest of this week. Those games are um, not always easy to find, but if you wait until next week when the Vegas Summer League starts, that is going to be all over ESPN, NBA TV, during the evening and into the night. Those two will be playing for the Jazz starting on Monday. Um, it'll be on NBA TV, um, they will be playing basically every other day, um, for most of next week, and then there's a tournament format, depending on how they do in that, they could be playing into the next week, kind of keep you updated a little bit next week, I'm not going to give you a, a game by game recap, but for those that might be interested in watching some IU guys, those guys will, um, be on the, be on TV certainly next week, if you can find the Salt Lake Summer League, um they'll be on there this week as well the other name a little more interesting a little more bigger name Romeo is going to be playing for the Celtics um, he actually spoke to the media on Wednesday um, ahead of playing in the summer league this is actually going to be the first summer league he has played in he's entering his third year hasn't been healthy enough to play in the summer league to be honest um, he talked about his health, um, to date, as we said, he was a 2019 draft pick. He has only played 50 games through two seasons. They're a little bit; they've been truncated seasons, but there's been about 110, 115 games, depending on scheduling, available. He's only played in 50 of them, so less than half the games. Said he came into the league with his messed up thumb. Um, He had that surgery after his year in Bloomington, then there was other injuries that kind of bugged him. He had COVID at one point last season. just been honestly kind of a nightmare start, but um, it's just unfortunately kind of a continuation from his year in Bloomington, which um, was a little underwhelming, and it was hampered by injury as well. Um, He actually gave kind of an interesting quote. He kind of had the option to play in Summer League. Uh, His quote was, I was kind of able to choose if I wanted to play in Summer League, but kind of not. I mean, it was like basically I had to play Summer League and I really didn't care. I wanted to. It's a chance to finally go out there and just play freely and do a lot more than what I do during the season. Certainly more um, opportunity, as he said, to play. Although Romeo got... A lot of opportunity because of injuries and whatnot. Brad Stevens gave him a lot of opportunities to play. Wasn't always great. He spoke a lot about this summer. He's finally healthy. He's finally able to do anything um, to work on his game during the summer. Certainly that jump shot is going to be a big focal point. Um, We will see if he will be able to um, improve on that, have some more accuracy, um, he said this is his first summer league where he's hurt or not hurt and he's healthy. Um, he said, I really wasn't able to shoot as much um, or work on my shot in previous summers. I'm um, just being able, to catch, being able to catch the ball repetitively. I'm able to do way more with my hands because it's better now. Um, he's been working out with one of the assistant coaches throughout the summer um, on his game that says we've really just been going at it this whole summer, just working on the things that I'm going to be doing or that you're going to see in Summer League um, and knowing that he's going to be playing a bigger role. Um, Like I said, he's gotten the chances. He has the the body to be a a great Summer League player, or excuse me, a great NBA player, and you'll see that in the Summer League. So um, those quotes were from Celtics Wire, Luca Evans. Shout out to him for... Putting that story together and honestly still hoping for the best for Romeo. I know it didn't really work out how anybody expected um, in Bloomington, but still hoping for the best. He will also start play in Vegas. Boston, or The Celtics are not playing in any other summer league right now, so he will start in Vegas on Sunday, August 8th. Um, so this upcoming Sunday, 7 o'clock, ESPN2, he will be... Um, On the Celtic Summer League team, I assume he will be starting and I assume he will be a very big focal point. So that one will be a little more interesting to tune into, I think. Um, But we have some more NBA to talk about after uh, here in segment three. We will talk about Victor Oladipo, where he landed, what that means for him. If you're looking to start gambling, um now that it's legal in indiana if you've been uh, waiting bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get started um baseball season's in full swing you can bet on nba futures if you've been following free agency and feel really strong about somebody's um offseason you can bet on college football week one already if you want to start trying to make money on iu football um you can go there, and I believe they are four-and-a-half-point underdogs for the Iowa game to open the season. Um, so before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Um, check out the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information. Um, and if you enter the code locked LOCKEDON, um, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. As I mentioned, NBA free agency has kind of started to die down a little bit, and that is honestly when I expected there to be some more Victor Oladipo news. Finally came about on Wednesday afternoon, Shams Karania um, of The Athletic uh, reported that Oladipo was signing with the Miami Heat once again, returning to Miami, where during his kind of wild 2020-2021 season, that's where he ended up. Obviously, started on the Pacers, played a handful of games, was traded to the Rockets, who kind of took a gamble that they that Oladipo would get healthy, revive some of his trade in or trade value. They could flip him at the deadline for something of value. They were unable to, and Miami took a gamble that Oladipo would be able to stay healthy and contribute to them come playoff time and he was unable to um so unfortunately a couple different teams took a gamble on vic and it didn't work out and as suspected as it sounds there still hasn't been full reporting on it um but he is probably going to miss a good chunk of this upcoming season that seems to be the general assumption um right now the deal is a one-year veterans minimum um, it will allow him basically to rehab, get healthy. Um, the Heat will have his rights. Obviously, they will have him under contract, and then next summer, um, because the Heat will have the kind of the kind of simplified version of it is basically because the Heat will have had him under contract for over a year, dating back to this season through next summer, um, they'll be they'll be able to a- offer him a bigger contract if he's able to show that he's healthy if he's able to prove that he is something at the level that he once was. Um, It's hard to imagine that he'll ever get back to his all-star level of his first year with the Pacers, but if he's able to show something like that, um, he could get a bigger contract next summer. Um, it's, It's unfortunate, everything that has gone on with Vic over the last couple seasons. Honestly, though, this is one of the best case scenarios, I think, Um, As I said, it takes the pressure off him. He um, can just focus on getting healthy and um, just rehabbing. Miami is a great system to be a part of. Um, If you've heard heat culture, I'm not sure how often I buy into it, but um, it is a family-like environment. I think that Vic will um, fit well into that, and they have a great training staff, great medical staff, and they... Um, always part of this heat culture is the the crazy tip-top shape everybody gets into so I think a lot of that will play into what made Vic great and um, kind of his personality qualities he had on and off the court and honestly I'm just hoping for the best for him Um, I want him to get healthy and show again um, how good he can be he's one of my favorite players to watch when healthy, he was one of my favorite IU players to ever watch. Um, that team was so much fun. Vic was so much fun. So I'm sure I speak for a lot of Hoosier fans when I say, get better, Vic, and we hope to see him at his best once again. That will do it today. much shorter episode today. Um, as always, I want feedback from you guys. If you leave a rating review let me know what you want to hear about um we will i'll i'll listen i'll uh, read it and i will um let you guys know and uh and listen to you guys i want this to be a conversation with you guys daily conversation so um we will have tomorrow i think we're going to talk about um the end of the crossroads classic some memorable moments from it what it means for indiana moving forward and um, just some of uh, my thoughts on the end of the Crossroads Classic. So tune in tomorrow to hear some more about that. Follow me on Twitter, at um, Jacob Rood, Subscribe to the podcast. And after you get done um, subscribing, go listen to Locked on Bets. Um, betting on Indiana or college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q handicapping expert lee sterling get daily picks blowout specials wrong team favored picks and lee sterling's lock of the day follow the locked on bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. wherever you get podcasts have a great day everyone and leo